Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Tuesday, July 6th. And this podcast is brought to you by the Locked On NHL podcast. You need more hockey news, and Locked On NHL is here to fill the gap. It's our daily podcast on everything happening around the league. Subscribe and listen each day for a quick look at the biggest stories and game recaps. Subscribe to Locked On NHL wherever you get podcasts. Like I mentioned, it is Tuesday, July 6th. I hope you all had a great holiday, uh, celebrating the 4th on Sunday, getting the uh, extra Monday bump for that holiday uh, yesterday, and uh, that you all did so safely, had fun with your families, enjoyed pools, beaches, barbecues, fireworks, and the like. Um, On the podcast today, we are going to discuss the reported hiring of... Jay Leach by the Seattle Kraken. That would be the Providence Bruins head coach being hired as an assistant by the expansion team. We'll get into all that as well as uh, Stephen Kampfer apparently off to the KHL. Before we get to that, uh, let me remind you that you can subscribe. You should subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. If you smash that subscribe button, each new episode will be automatically added to your feed for you to download, listen, and enjoy. If you could also rate and review, that would be very much appreciated. If you are on Twitter, you can find the podcast at LO Boston Bruins. On Instagram, we're Locked On Bruins. And you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets, at Ian C. McLaren. Now, I believe Mark Diver of the New England Hockey Journal had it first that Jay Leach has accepted the assistant position with the Seattle Kraken, leaving behind his post as head coach of the AHL's Providence Bruins. Of course, Seattle recently named Dave Haxtall as their first head coach in team history. He had been serving as an assistant with the Toronto Maple Leafs. And uh, now, just less than a couple years later, he has reportedly decided on uh, his first assistant, and that is Jay Leach. It will be Leach's first experience at the NHL level, but it is indeed very well-deserved. He's 41 and considered one of the top up-and-coming coaches in pro hockey. Uh, He was actually just a finalist for the Arizona Coyotes position, That went to Andre Tourigny of the Ottawa 67s, or formerly of the Ottawa 67s, and who also coached the Canadian men's uh, junior team. Uh, He has served as head coach of the Providence Bruins for the past four seasons. Prior to that, he was an assistant with the AHL Bruins, as well as the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins. Uh, He has coached under the likes of Mike Sullivan, Bruce Cassidy, Kevin Dean. Uh, He's also a former pro defenseman with 70 NHL games over 12 seasons. Uh, So he brings playing experience, a deep knowledge of all defensive aspects of the game to his coaching resume. Leach did suit up for the Boston Bruins after being selected in the fifth round by the Phoenix Coyotes in 1998. Uh, He bounced around the minors, 
uh, but he did sign as a free agent with the Bruins in 2003. His first two NHL games came during the 2005-2006 season. Uh, he then went from uh, Providence uh, and then bounced around a bit through the Tampa Bay system, the Devils, uh, had a taste with the Canadians and the Sharks as well before beginning his coaching career over in uh, Germany. And then, again, like I mentioned, he was appointed an assistant coach under Mike Sullivan for the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins. He was named interim coach after Mike Sullivan was promoted to the Penguins. And then he departed, came over to Providence, and he has been the head coach since the 2017-2018 season. And he's been a very successful head coach for the Providence Bruins, I should add. Under Leach's tutelage in Providence, he has helped develop a bunch of current Bruins, including Matt Grizzlick, Jeremy Lozon, Jacobs Borrell, Connor Clifton, Trent Frederick, Carson Kuhlman, Jack Stanika, Jeremy Swayman. You can add, uh, you know, Dan Vladar, Zach Sanishin to that list as well. Uh, he's also helped other NHLers like Jordan Binnington, Anders Bjork, Danton Heinen, Ryan Donato, and Jamel Smith. Now, what's interesting is with the upcoming expansion draft, uh, likely to yield a number of young, uh, you know, in between NHLers, AHLers, the Kraken are very likely to select uh, some guys who have high potential, room to grow, and having a coach experienced in winning with young players while helping improve their games and getting them ready for the NHL could prove to be invaluable for the expansion uh, club. Now, Leach's connections to guys like Lozon, Borrell, Clifton, Kuhlman, all of whom are expected to be exposed by the Bruins, makes it even more likely that Seattle selects a young player off the Boston roster. I think it's uh, you know, important to look at uh, Jacobs Borrell in particular. He played some of his best hockey uh, under Jay Leach during the 2019-20 uh, season before being promoted to the NHL level. In fact, uh, his play is one of the reasons why the Bruins made that decision to you know, allow Tori Krug to walk, allow Chara to leave, and uh, he earned that promotion largely because of the growth that he had shown in his game under uh, Jay Leach. So I think that's a very interesting twist on on this particular story, just the insight that he brings, not just on Bruins players, but AHL guys that he's seen over the years. And, you know, I would not be surprised at all if it is uh, Jacobs Borrell that is selected by the Seattle Kraken. As for the Bruins, it's now their second coaching loss in less than a week after assistant coach Jay Pandolfo was uh, hired by Boston University to serve as their new associate head coach. Uh, Leach was a candidate to replace Pandolfo on Boston's bench uh, alongside uh, Bruce Cassidy as well as Kevin Dean uh, from whom he took over uh, the Providence Bruins bench. Uh, But now they're probably going to have to look elsewhere. There are a couple internal candidates who could get a look for the P Bruins bench boss or the Bruins assistant job. That would be Trent Whitfield, Chris Kelly, PJ Axelson. Uh, Those are the internal candidates. But uh, to fill either one or both roles, the Bruins might look outside the organization 
to um, fill that hole. And that might not be a bad thing. It might be good to get uh, an outside take on things and to bring in some fresh eyes for the uh, the NHL bench in particular. I wouldn't mind seeing that. Maybe give Whitfield or Kelly or Axelson a look on the Providence Bruins bench and probably Whitfield is the guy that is best suited for that job at the moment based on his experience as the uh, P Bruins associate coach. Now before we move on let's talk for a moment about Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family-owned business and they've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models it's pretty much impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. You have access to rockauto.com at home, on your computer, or on your phone, so why not check them out? You can save time and money when using Rock Auto. Their prices are always reliably low for every customer, and they have everything you could need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Go explore their website today to find the solution for your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and write Locked On in the How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Some other Bruins news to report and that is something that had kind of been whispered about for a little bit now. Stephen Camfer. Looks like his NHL playing days are over. The veteran defenseman has decided not to wait for NHL free agency and is moving overseas. The KHL's Akbar's Kazan club announced a one-year deal with Kampfer, who will be playing outside of North America for the first time in his pro career. He's set to turn 33 in September. Uh, He served as a depth player for much of his career. And, you know, there was... Probably no room for him on the Bruins blue line. And uh, there's maybe not much of a market for his services here in the NHL. So he is not waiting around and he's deciding to uh, take his services, take his talents to the KHL. Like I said, it's not all that unexpected. It was in the midst of Boston's playoff run that it was first leaked that Camphor was negotiating with Akbars, and he seemed likely to uh, sign with the team. Uh, just a few days after that leak, uh, it was announced that he would undergo season-ending hand surgery. Uh, so he was unable to play in the playoffs. Boston could have used his depth on the blue line. So that combined with uh, his early planning to depart all but you know, solidified the fact that he wasn't going to be back with the Bruins. He's best known for two stints with the Bruins, both to begin his NHL career and now likely to end it as well. Um, he played nine years in the NHL with four teams, but was never uh, more productive than in his rookie season with the Bruins, 2010-2011, when he recorded career highs in points and time on ice in 38 games. He was then traded to the Minnesota Wild, uh, the first of five trades in his career. That resulted in stints as well with the Florida Panthers and the New York Rangers. Uh, The most recent trade came in 2018 when he came back to Boston from the Rangers as part of a package that included former teammate Adam McQuaid. Um, Again, he played well in a depth role for the Bruins. He uh, was a solid veteran presence 
And uh, this past season, 20 games, two goals, three assists for five points. Again, his most productive NHL season was his rookie season where he recorded five goals, five assists for 10 points through 38 games. So that leaves the Bruins with four free agent defensemen uh, to sign or part ways with. Uh, Brandon Carlo is a restricted free agent. He's not going anywhere. And then unrestricted free agents include uh, Kevin Miller, Jared Tenorti, and Mike Riley. Mike Riley being, of course, the priority to re-sign among that group. Uh, He's the youngest and he has the highest upside for the Boston Bruins. I, I don't really have an appetite to bring Kevin Miller back. And uh, Jared Tenorti, he played well for the Bruins after being um, claimed off waivers. I could see him coming back perhaps in a depth role on a, maybe a league minimum. Uh, but other than that, um, I think they'll be looking outside for help. The Bruins do, of course, have, uh, let's see, Six NHL defensemen under contract for 2021-22. That includes Charlie McAvoy, who'll be an RFA next summer. He'll be in line for a big payday. Uh, Matt Grizzlick, Connor Clifton, Jeremy Lozon, Jacobs Borrell. Those three will be made available to the Seattle Kraken, as we talked about earlier. And one of them likely to be the guy selected. And uh, then, of course, John Moore is under contract as well for two more seasons at a cap hit of 2.75 million if the Bruins could find a way to get out from under that deal that would be uh that would be massive for sure before we get to some news and notes from around the NHL I did want to mention that I will likely be jumping on Spotify green room later today to do kind of a uh interactive mailbag segment Wednesdays are mailbag days here on the podcast uh so I'll be logging on there. If you do have a question that you want to ask, instead of sending it in, you can jump on there and ask me. Uh, But if you do want to send one in just to, yeah, have it answered on the podcast, uh, feel free to do that as well at LO Boston Bruins or at Ian C. McLaren. And be sure to download Green Room and follow the Locked On Bruins room so that you know exactly when I will be logging on. Now, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. You can get all the latest info uh, for all your sporting needs, including baseball, basketball, hockey, UFC, and uh, soon football. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code LOCKEDON. That's Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Use promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Yesterday on the podcast, I mentioned the sudden and tragic passing of Columbus Blue Jackets goaltender Matisse Kavlenix. He died on July 4th at age 24. It was initially reported that he suffered an apparent head injury during a fall, uh, slipping while trying to quickly exit a hot tub, but an initial autopsy revealed he suffered an injury from a fireworks explosion that led to major damage to his heart and lungs. Just a uh, terrible holiday accident uh, suffered by, by Matisse. The incident took place at the home of former Detroit 
Red Wings goalie Manny Legacy, and his death is being investigated as accidental. No charges are under consideration. Uh, he was a fan favorite, a team favorite, uh, you know, loved guy among his teammates. And uh, Blue Jackets fans gathered at a popular bar near Nationwide Arena to mourn his passing. It included an 80-second moment of silence in honor of uh, the fact that he wore number 80. My sincere condolences to Matisse's family, his friends, teammates, the Blue Jackets organization. Uh, Just a tragic ending to uh, a young life and career that you know, held a lot of promise. He was in line to challenge for uh, some serious playing time for the Blue Jackets next season um, with one of uh, Elvis Merzlikens or Yunus Corposalo likely to be traded this offseason because of uh, of his emergence. Now, the Montreal Canadiens, they staved off elimination from the Stanley Cup final with a 3-2 overtime win over the Lightning on Monday night. Josh Anderson... Uh, He scored the opening goal, and then he scored the overtime winner as well to keep the Canadians' uh, very slim cup hopes alive. Uh, The Canadians did make some questionable lineup changes, uh, scratching uh, Kasperi Kotkaniemi, replacing him with Jake Evans. They did make some good ones on the blue line with uh, Eric Gustafson and John Merrill being scratched for uh, Romanov, Alexander Romanov, and Brett Kulak. I didn't realize that Thomas Tatar has been scratched for most of the postseason after recording 30 points in 50 games this season for the Montreal Canadiens. In fact, he hasn't played since Game 5 of the Toronto series back in the first round. Very curious decision there. I'm not really sure exactly what is going on with Tatar. He's clearly fallen out of favor. He ranked fourth in scoring for the Canadians this season, and uh, I believe he's healthy. Uh, I don't think he's injured, so that's kind of a weird uh, weird coaching tactic, but uh, looks like it is working. So we'll see if he is able to uh, get back into this series at some point, but it doesn't look likely. Those are the main stories around the hockey world at the moment. And I think that pretty much does it for today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. I will mention that um, I have been enjoying some good television as of late with only one hockey game going on per night, every other night. Um, I watched Dave, which is the semi-fictional portrayal of the rapper Little Dicky. Such a good show uh, on FX if you're looking for something funny, but also smart, well-written, with some, you know, strong emotional connections as well in there. I would recommend that. My wife and I also watched the Sophie documentary on uh, Netflix, which is the uh, unsolved murder or semi-unsolved murder of a French woman in West Cork in Ireland back in the late 90s. Uh, That's very well worth checking out as well. I'm also all caught up on the F1 Drive to Survive show so I can now follow live here in 2021. Uh, Still reeling from that Romain Grosjean um, accident near the end of season three, or last year, of course. Uh, I still can't believe he walked away from that accident. A huge fireball in his car, you know, basically 
separated it in half. Uh, unreal. Uh, if you are looking for something to watch, I would check that out. A sports fix. I was not an F1 guy at all, but really enjoying that at the moment. Other than that, yeah, just uh, living life. I've been on a big Sloan kick recently, a very uh, talented Canadian band who have been producing amazing stuff since I was in high school in the in the 90s, uh, so I would recommend them just, uh, you know, up the street from you Mainers, a Nova Scotia band, uh, very, very uh, fun to listen to if you're looking for something to spice up your work days. Anyways, that's it for today's episode. Jay Leach off to Seattle, Stephen Camfer off to Russia, uh, and the Bruins have some holes to fill through the organization, and we'll keep you posted here on Locked on Boston Bruins. Smash that subscribe button so that you don't miss an episode, and uh, we will be back tomorrow to have a uh, mailbag episode. Again, probably be on Spotify Green Room. so if you want to ask a question, jump on there or send some in on uh, Twitter, and I'll be happy to answer uh, any Bruins or uh, Ian-related questions you might have. All right, take care, friends. Have a good Tuesday.